0: Hi, this is Jean Fain with Real Life GPA, and it's about to get real podcast. This podcast we coach young adults and their parents, young adults being sixteen to twenty-five year olds, into building independence and launching into life on their own. Each week, we cover specific topics that are relevant to the families who have young adults transitioning and helping them become independent physically, emotionally, and financially. The content for today's podcast is about delivering a message. That is important because communication is the heart of everything that Mm -hmm. we do, whether it's verbal or nonverbal. And I bring this up because it can be a challenge, and we see it happening within our lives right now. Anything. It doesn't have to even be political.
1: I saw an argument. I've seen more arguments about... Marvel TV shows and Star Wars movies on Twitter in the last few weeks than I've seen about politics Maybe it's just me avoiding all the big politics issues and stuff But people can find a way to argue about anything oh, and absolutely. be super serious about it, too
0: Absolutely. I see it on even the social media platforms that I use in my age group mm-hmm. And Nextdoor app, oh, yeah. which is a neighbor app. Yeah, I mean things can go south very quickly And sometimes I think people are just doing it to poke the bear and, you know, see what they can get. People like drama, you know, And I mean,
1: especially on the internet, if you're anonymous, then there's no repercussions really to do that.
0: Absolutely. And all it does is distract and ignore, you know, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Now, I'm not saying there's not room for debate. There's not room, there's not platforms and times that... We challenge one another but ultimately how do we deliver a message without trying to be combative Mm -hmm. um, seek to understand the other person's point of view find common ground and it's okay if you don't but how do you how is it come back ultimately to respect
1: yeah and I think that's a really big topic And really interesting too, because what I've sort of learned, I don't have any social media platforms. That's really sort of unique for my age because anyone that I talk to, they're like, wait, you don't have Instagram, you don't have a Twitter, you don't have a Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Um, They're really surprised about that. I eventually caved recently and got a Snapchat, but I don't really use that that much. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I've learned, because while I'm not on those social media apps, I do use Twitter. There's a way that you can basically use Twitter without being on Twitter yourself. Um, and having an account and basically looking and seeing just like through the web browser what's on Twitter right now and what people are are tweeting and so I was really into like reading the news and staying up to date with like what's going on in the world and so through my like four years looking at Twitter posts and people ranting on Twitter and other social media I've kind of learned that the best conversations that we can have especially when two people are disputing on opposite sides and they don't see uh, the reasons why the other person is saying what they do, the best thing you can do is not have that conversation on social media. Especially because, like we talked about earlier, basically you're anonymous on social media. Unless you literally have your name and what company you work at and where you live and stuff. Whether Unless you have that literally in your profile, which some people do, some people don't, then you can basically s- stir up whatever you want, whatever controversy you want. And no one can connect that to you. And so for that reason, you're not really engaging in a personal dialogue where it's you're really looking and seeing the humanity of that other person. It's really it's literally just a screen name and you can say whatever you want about that person because literally, you're not ever going to see those repercussions. You're not going to see how their face changes. You're not going to see how physically they respond to something you say, or if you say something and it makes them uncomfortable, like literally seeing that tone of their voice. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, I mean, sarcasm is awful on the internet because you can't ever tell that. Right. So yeah, that's the first thing that I've sort of learned and determined through my time, sort of on the internet, sort of on social media, but really not being on social media is that Social media is probably not a great place to have these conversations just because of the nature of it in general.
0: And it's important also to note that obviously free speech, and this is wonderful that we have a platform used well and used wisely. These platforms can move mountains or get messages out quickly. So the biggest thing is being able to learn to manage. When do you disengage? Exactly. Right? And yeah. You don't have to engage and it's okay to engage. Mm-hmm. Just know what the repercussions might be, yeah. and then know that you're not necessarily dealing with what you think you might be. We hey. don't know who people are. We don't know their backgrounds. You're exchanging words. Okay, tempers flare, and among family members, with strangers, yeah. with and everything in between, coworkers. Yeah. So it's important to understand that point of when do you engage. When do you disengage? And it's okay to feel the way you feel, say how you feel, but how can you do it in a respectful manner that maybe others might listen?
1: Yeah, and that's really, really hard to do. Um, And like you were saying, you might not not necessarily know what you're looking at. There is this one Twitter account that I sort of like... I would not like follow, but I would like look at every once in a while. And it was literally just, it's a parody account, basically. It's this person who's like pretending, it's like a character. They're pretending to be like a, like a football a youth football coach. And so they're tweeting out these like really funny things about, oh, I just made my players, so it's 120 degrees outside. And Jimmy passed out because he didn't drink enough water. I told him to man up and like basically these like absurd situations, like no sane person would think that was funny or anything mm-hmm. like that but because it's parody of basically this overinflated idea of what an actual foot- like youth football coach could be. Mm-hmm. Um, people sometimes weren't getting the joke. And so people would respond like, that's awful. I'm going to report you to so-and-so because they're not seeing that. Like it's sort of, it's a sarcastic attempt. Right. It's, right. it's an awful sarcastic attempt, but it's still misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And so that goes back it to start. an attempt at humor. Exactly.
0: That fell flat.
1: Exactly. But yeah, I mean, if you misword something just slightly, then someone else can interpret what you're saying to mean something else when you didn't have that meaning at all. Right. And I mean, it's really easy to do that when you have a face-to-face mm-hmm. conversation. Like if I say like, I I love the c- color purple and you say, but like, do you really hate pink that much? Like, why are you saying that? Why do you hate pink that much? That's awful. But Maybe pink's my second favorite color, but I just didn't get to say that. But you're basically putting words inside my mouth that I didn't get to say. That's
0: exactly right. And it goes back to our podcast earlier where we talked about responsibility and accountability. Mm -hmm. We, as humans, tend to fill in the holes. What we don't know, we fill in those holes. Mm -hmm. And instead of seeking to understand, we make assumptions. And that happens all the time. I mean, I've done it. You've done it. Everybody around us has done it. Being aware of that. We don't deal in facts and information as much as it would be nice to, and then you would avoid misunderstandings, oh, yeah. miscommunications. Uh, and so it also is a huge responsibility of how you use your words, written, verbal, you know how, how you react to things. How many times, I mean, daily I see apologies coming out mm. from companies, from celebrities, oh, yeah. from... Yeah. Whoever. Individuals, yeah. you name it, politicians. And again, it's a matter of communicating with great responsibility. And, and that's the thing is it's going back to your generation, which is Gen Z also called iGen mm-hmm. uh, appropriately. You've only known platforms like social media and iPhone usage and iPads and electronics. And so the res- the importance of being responsible, utilizing all these platforms, not only falls on you, the individual, but the parents. And at what point is it too early as an age to give them access to open up? Yeah. Um, what, when is it appropriate for, um, the information that's can to be fed back into them? It's not about what they're putting out there. It's what they're taking in. Mm-hmm. And we've read the statistics, uh, we've. Seen it in books, we've seen the data, the youth depression Mm -hmm. and anxieties are increasing and off the charts. And that's not to say other generations don't deal with anxiety and, but this is for different reasons Mm -hmm. and it is exponential. I mean, we now have access to far more individuals, thoughts and minds and um, interpretations Mm. and opinions.
1: I mean, and it's some, to some extent, it is distressing sort of to go on the internet and see people hating something that relates to your thought or your opinion or something like that. And to see a whole group of people. And I mean, there's sometimes like if you go on Twitter and you see someone expressing an opinion and it has a thousand or 2000 likes, you think, oh my goodness, everyone is thinking this way. How? But I mean, that's again, another generalization. Not Mm -hmm. everyone thinks that. Some people are just, some people are just have crazy ideas or opinions and some people like to back up those crazy ideas and opinions and spread them on social media. Um, so not everyone thinks that way. It might be just one person. Or
0: Absolutely. My- when, I, when I was the head of a school and I'd have a parent come to me and say, all the parents are unhappy about XYZ or mm-hmm. every parent thinks that we need XYZ. I'd say every, all, yeah. okay, I need names, give me specifics. And do you know it would sometimes come down to two out of 500? So people want to give validity to what they're saying by using words like all every yeah and it's all about data oh yeah what's, what are we talking about here yeah like, what's the percent what's and then you take that and you use that and apply it does that change your position does that change yeah. you know how you feel about something and so this is in no way not saying don't get out there and talk don't get out there and share yes share your beliefs, your thoughts, your opinions and we are a diverse society and that's yeah. that's a wonderful thing. But how do we help manage um those who struggle when it becomes combative? You know, are you the one being combative or are you receiving it mm-hmm. in a negative way? I yeah. mean, so that's where that that life skills seek to understand. I can't understand unless I ask more questions
1: mm-hmm. or I
0: understand who it is. And you're not gonna be able to do that with everything. There's not enough time or energy, <laughs> you know, in our lifetime. So when do you engage? When do you disengage?
1: And I mean, that's a very, that's a very good point too, because to some extent social media is a collection of everyone's every opinion all the time, because that's mm-hmm. what people are entitled to their opinions. But Maybe it's sometimes maybe it's not necessarily the best thing to advertise every single opinion you have because right. there, there are some because that also it devalues other opinions that you might have in general. That's if you point. if you're talking about basically how uh, purple is your favorite color all the time on social media, if you change your opinions and try to start talk about something that actually matters to you or you think that's important, people are just going to be able to pull that card. Of like, well, yeah, but you think purple is your favorite color, mm. like you're you are you are stupid because you think that
0: and we're not going to be able to change everybody's you know how they're wired what their temperament is and the goal isn't to change anyone but if you're that person who wants less drama wants more real action and mm-hmm. movement in, in their lives you know how can you be more effective this is about yeah. being more effective yeah and you know oftentimes youth mm-hmm. meaning young adults don't understand how to enter into a conversation and to be heard and to effectively advocate for whatever position they're in. Exactly. I saw this just happen. I I get examples every day. That's why I love doing this podcast. And it was a family discussion between a father and a daughter and the daughter came in hot Mm -hmm. uh, about something that dad wasn't going to pay for. And it was a long, somewhat dissertation on, how dare you not pay for this yeah. legally, I'm your child, yeah. blah blah and all and, and threw out a whole bunch of stuff. Well that had a very negative effect mm-hmm. and also with some very inaccurate data. Mm-hmm. So the understanding from the daughter's point of view was these were facts. Upon further, you know, and understanding yeah. and investigating, oh, it turns out those weren't facts. So it's Important to understand the facts, you know, trust the resources, put yourself in the other person's shoes of how it can be received, and then formulate your communication. Yeah. It would have avoided a lot of stress, a lot of, you know, angst within, you know, the relationship, the bond. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And now it's back on on course, but boy, yeah. it didn't have to go there yeah. so quick.
1: And that's one of the biggest things that I sort of learned, not necessarily in a class, but something that I kind of absorbed through my first year at college was how big of a deal empathy is. I was already generally pretty empathetic, I, or at least I wanted to be, I strived to be that, but really through like awesome course material, but also talking with people, just being able to say like, hey, I don't necessarily, I haven't walked in your shoes, but I sort of, I can see what you're going through and I know that's rough, right? I can understand your perspective just based on what you've had to deal with through your life.
0: Clear communication avoids misunderstandings and it's something all of us have to work on. But yeah. ideally, would focus on the golden rules of be kind, um, treat others as you would want to be treated. Yeah. Listen, check your facts, right? Yeah. And uh, advocate for yourself, but be respectful. Yeah. So again, thank you so much, Sean, for being here. I love talking to you about any and all topics and look forward to talking about more.
1: Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Get Real with Gene Fain. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating or give us a follow. You can find more information about Real Life GPA online at reallifegpa.com or on Facebook at Real Life GPA. Join us next week as we talk about self-care. Thanks for listening.